Hi, I'm Mario Guerra, former mayor of the great city of Downey. And this is Eric Pierce, the editor of the Downey Patriot. And this is Talking Downey with Mario and Eric. Welcome, Eric. It's good to see you. Good to see you, too. Good. I thought today you and I talked about this. You've been getting a lot of questions at the Patriot regarding your... Uh, your front page story from last week. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, it's a very serious topic. Uh, last week, my colleague, Alex Dominguez at the Downey Patriot, uh, he reported the latest on the recall efforts against uh, Councilwoman Catherine Alvarez. Uh, according to the story, uh, organizers of the recall have uh, gathered enough signatures. Uh, they submitted those signatures to uh, the city clerk at Downey City Hall. And today we're going to talk and try to uh, clear up some questions that are out there and try to provide a little bit of clarity on the, on the situation. Uh, in the history of Downey, this is the first time there's ever been a recall of a Downey, of a Downey council member. So this is new to all of us. Uh, Mario, you've been in public office. You're a former council member, mayor. So I think you'll have some of these answers. Uh, so first of all, uh, how many signatures were needed to recall Councilwoman Alvarez, and do you know how many were actually collected? Well, there was two numbers that are that stood out. Is it's a, it's twenty percent of the registered voters in District Three. Mm -hmm. uh, you couldn't sign it if you lived outside of District Three because this is for her position. So there needed to be three thousand four hundred and fifty-four. Thirty-four fifty-four was the magical number. That was the twenty percent that needed to be verified signatures. And these are registered voters. Registered voters, and they have to be, and they have to be verified from the district. From the di from within the district, absolutely right. correct. And do you know how many were actually collected? Well, it's interesting, is because I went and saw, I went there with the recall uh, proponents and with the city clerk Alicia. So they went through page by page, making sure there's. It's pretty tough, and it should be tough to have a recall election. But they had to stay inside their lines. The, num the names had to be, uh, you know, made sure there was property there, properly addressed, and so forth. So there's a couple that she took out right there, but then they found some more in the back page and a couple they hadn't counted. Mm -hmm. So they originally went in there with 4,021, and the bottom line number was 4,016, which is more than enough to give them mm -hmm. a cushion uh, for them to be able to get the numbers that they needed. 3,454 is the magical number. They got 4,016. Got it. So those signatures were submitted to the city clerk, okay. and she went through them. Now what? So, so now this is important to know too. She she doesn't verify that they're registered voters at that point. She's making sure that all the legalese part is done. She now sent it that night to the uh, county, uh, Los Angeles County uh, Registrar's Office. So they will do a complete verification of all the signatures to make sure that the signatures match the registered voters and so forth. So the county has 30 days to come to verify those signatures. And again, it's, it's a difficult process, but it should be a difficult process. If you want to recall somebody, get them out of office on there, it should not be willy-nilly. It should be a process that takes some effort to do and some hard work, which obviously they have done. Mm -hmm. Okay, so assume me, so there's a cushion there in case, because some signatures are going to be tossed, they're going to be invalid. Assuming that there's enough signatures, what happens next? 
So the, the county has 30 days. So they'll go, uh, they, by February 5th, they'll come back to the city of Downey. It's an either yes or no. They had enough signatures and not enough signatures. So if there's not enough signatures and signatures were thrown out, the proponents, the recall, Catherine Alvarez committee can then dispute them. She doesn't get a chance to dispute them, and mm -hmm. they only do, they do. But if there's 3,454 in one, mm -hmm. it goes to an election. So they bring it back to the, the city. The city council of Downey has 14 days to declare an election. Okay. okay. If they don't declare an election, then the county will do that. So it's either city, you need, you shall do this. If not, we'll do it for you. Okay, so there's gonna be a special election. Yes. When would that happen? Special election will happen between 88 and 125 days from the February, you got February 5th is when it goes back to the city. They get 14 days to call it. So look at February 19th, and from then, it'll be 88 to 125 days. So somewhere uh, between May and early July, there will be a special election. And no, it will not be combined with the primary in June. It will be a special election completely on its own, just to recall Catherine Alvarez. Specifically for the residents of District 3 in Downey. So it's just like a normal election would be, you know, and I'm in District 2, so I can't vote for somebody in District 4. Only the District 3 folks uh, will be able to vote to recall her. And the question will be on the ballot will be very simple. Yes or no? Do you want to recall her? Yes. On there, do you not, you not want to recall her? Then no, and that'll yeah. be the question. So if, if the voter, assuming that this happens, uh, the voters couldn't vote yes or no. Mm -hmm. If they vote no, she stays in office. Correct. If the voters decide to recall her, how soon does she uh, lose office? The next day. The next day. She will be out of office. Once the election is certified and the, there's enough votes on there and enough that they can't make an can't be overturned on there. Yeah, that, that immediately. She will be immediately removed from office that moment. Got it. So at that point, there's a vacancy on the city council. Correct. And the city council then, and correct me if I'm wrong, the city council would call another special election to fill that seat. Correct. correct. They, they couldn't, they, the city council normally could appoint somebody, but the charter, the city, the city charter for the city of Down is very specific. You can only appoint somebody if the term uh, is expiring within that year. Because there's two years, two more years after this year mm -hmm. left in that the city council cannot, cannot appoint somebody to fill that vacancy. Got it. And so this, this other special election would be only to finish her remaining term. Correct. Correct. So, so the last two years of her. Correct. And, and, and I think that that time, the timing might be appropriate to have it in the November election. Mm -hmm. In November, the city of Downey already has elections coming up in November. You have the election for the re-election for uh, 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 Councilwoman uh, Claudia Fermena in District 4. So mm -hmm. she's eligible to run for another four years. I hope she does. I think she will. Then you have District 2 where Council Member Sean Ashton, his term is expiring and this is his second term. He's so being termed out. He's termed out. So that will be an open seat. So you have minimum of those two. You can then also have the third one election for remaining two years for Councilman, uh, Councilwoman Alvarez's remaining term if she's, if she's uh, recalled. Got it. What's interesting also is that she if you wanted to, she could run again for that seat, correct? She can run again for that seat. But it's interesting that, you know, our city council, our city charter uh, was changed to uh, 25 years ago, 30 years ago, so f to have term limit. 
But the term limits in the city of Downey are totally different than in most other cities. It's not that you can serve four or eight years. It doesn't say eight years. The quirk on the Downey City Council, which could be applicable in this case, is that the city clerk will not accept nomination papers from a candidate more than twice. Okay, so myself, I'm termed out, right? Mm -hmm. I, I ran and I ran again, so I turned in my nomination papers to the city clerk twice. twice. So even if I wanted to run again, I couldn't because the city clerk shall not accept nomination papers mm -hmm. from this guy named Mario Guerra mm -hmm. to run for a third term. Mm -hmm. So in theory, if Catherine Alvarez gets thrown out and then mm -hmm. runs again in November, she could then run for the remaining two seat years of her seat. Mm -hmm. That would be the second time that she would turn in nomination. So she would be termed out. She'd be termed out within four years, okay, because she turned in papers twice mm -hmm. to run for that seat. So it, it is a little quirk on there. I think that she'll be recalled because there's enough momentum and people that want her. And mm -hmm. it's just kind of interesting her reaction to some of the, the recall folks that, that were called to her apartment building a couple of Sundays ago to get signatures from mm -hmm. the property owner. Mm -hmm. And she called the police and all her crew there were, were cussing out all these senior citizens there that were there just to get signatures. And by the way, her neighbors actually signed. Mm -hmm. They signed these things on there because they felt bullied themselves. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of interesting. So her approach to this is basically <clears throat> deny and play the victim. I've mm -hmm. heard a podcast the other day where she was talking about her shoplifting van for Michael. She says, you know, when after I stole and I got caught outside, uh, the security guard tricked me into going back inside. He said he wouldn't call the police if I went back inside, even though I had shoplift. And But when I went inside, he deceived me. He lied to me. He did mm -hmm. call the police, and then I got arrested. Mm -hmm. So she admits she did it, but then she's blaming the security guard for calling the police, which... Mm -hmm. Good for the security guard for de-escalating a situation and having get the will. So I look at these things and I just kind of laugh, like, wow. Well, I, and, and I think you know she, she has her her defense for her criminal record, but I think what the the point is is that the voters didn't know her criminal record at the time of the election. Correct. I think that's what the point is, and right. I think if, if voters decide that she's the best person for the job and they want to keep her, then that's great. But I think. Voters didn't have all of the information right. at the time of the election, and I think that's the whole point of it. Right. As far as what what I've heard from people who are organizing the recall, that's their main point. Let the voters decide with all of the information. Now, Mario, you've mentioned before that you weren't involved in, in the recall, but you recently became involved. I, I did. I think when we did a, a podcast about the recall, I wasn't. I said I wasn't involved on there. That's been led by a group of volunteers, a Downey resident. So Miss Alvarez put out a whole statement that, you know, this is led by people, and, and specifically named me, that I was behind the recall for Governor mm -hmm. Newsom, which is completely mm -hmm. false, that I was behind the recall for Gascon, which is completely false, mm -hmm. that I was re the, the person that running and, and completely behind her recall, mm -hmm. which was completely false, and that there's this secret uh, Trump club in the city of Downey, which, by the way, she named mm -hmm. you as mm -hmm. one of the secret club members yeah. on there, so I want you to know that, mm -hmm. and, and I think if, if you allow me to say uh, here publicly that you you hate Donald Trump, okay, you know, President Trump. So it was kind of ironic, again, mm -hmm. and more misleading facts. Yeah. 
So, so to me, when I saw that, that she's claiming that I am part of this recall, I might as well, well, if I'm going to be blamed for it, I might as well get involved and be part mm -hmm. of it. So, yes, I donated financially. I donated my consulting services. I helped plan some of the strategy, and I will be involved on there. So mm -hmm. she kind of, well, not that it was me, because there was like, there's this core group of people that are just amazing what they've done. Mm -hmm. They're so passionate. They went out there. They walked in the rain. They went, uh, you know, during the holidays when time was running out, mm -hmm. and and they finally got focused. And I'm proud to have helped get them focused on there with uh, with my friend Hans and so forth. We've been uh, helping to get them focused to do what they need to do, but they did all the work. Mm -hmm. So yes, I completely am proud to say that I had a very small hand in the recall coming to fruition. And I'm very proud of it because, first and foremost, I love the city of Downey. And you're absolutely right. The residents now get to decide. And in my heart of hearts, once they know this, mm -hmm. plus this is not even counting her um, lack of decency and going to the council members' houses with bullhorns mm -hmm. and protesting. A lot of people didn't know that either. Mm -hmm. 11 o'clock at night, uh, mm -hmm. you know, to council members' homes and stuff. So I think this will give them the opportunity. And most people, when, when the, the houses that we knocked on, that I knocked on to, they asked for signatures, they said, you know, my gosh, I didn't know this. Mm -hmm. You know, Catherine saw me at some place and she says, don't you have any shame for you going after the signatures? And I got a lot of them like, I'm doing my civic duty. I go, don't you? <laughs> I go, I'm very proud to have the residents know mm -hmm. all about you. So hopefully they will recall you. Absolutely. Well, this is an ongoing issue. It it's, is. it's not over yet. I think it's something that's going to stay with us through uh, through 2022. Yeah. Uh, we're going to stay on top of it, and I'm sure we'll do we'll do more episodes as the uh, situation unfolds. We want to do a short one here, but first of all, again, and, and you know, you have that dual role, and I really do appreciate mm -hmm. you. You're the whole co-host of Talking Downey here, uh, but you're also the editor of the Downey Patriot. The Downey Patriot provides such a great service. Uh, to our community. I know that your colleague was there at City Hall when we turned in the papers and took some photos too, but you guys have been reporting the story mm -hmm. and we appreciate it. Having a local paper in the city of Downey makes all the difference in the world for our residents to be informed. So mm -hmm. you provide a great service. So I want to plug you and your uh, publisher, Jennifer Decays, and, uh, and continue to thank you for what you guys are doing. I appreciate it. You know, we're, we're a small paper and we're, we're not perfect, but you know, the one thing we try to do is uh, fight misinformation. There's a lot of misinformation out there. And, uh, you know, in my opinion, honestly, the more news sources we have here in Downey, I think the better. And we're, the Patriots is just doing its part. And uh, we're lucky to be in a community that supports its local newspaper. So we're happy to be here. Good, good. So stay, stay tuned. We will come back with other shows regarding the subject. We wanted to do this short today just to get the information out. What happens next on the recall? So on the back end, please subscribe to our podcast. We got some other fun ones coming up, and we got some other controversial issues that are coming up. So have a great week on there. This is Talking Downey with Mario and Eric.